Good morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing? Today's share is sponsored, Lili Nishmasimi, Ruzbas Mordechai. And we have a very special sponsor here. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the, the sponsor. I don't remember. Is it the, this computer? It goes over here. All right. So today's share is sponsored in honor of all the young kids that watch the shear, including the young kid is Jack Friedman, who's not so young. <laughs> He's not married. How old is he? 2019. Okay, so he's the oldest of the kids. Uh, we don't know of all the kids, and we might not have the full list, but here is a big list. And it says because it's daf, lamed beis, lave, they are the heart of the shear. Yo, Bergman! Akiva Solway, Moshe Apter. These are guys that are on every single day without fail. Shmuley Lemmer, the kid that came in for the Seum, drove in from the mountains to Kensington. Yonah Simcha Gargir, he's here with us right here in the building. Gabriel Lin, Ari Seltzer, Yehuda Tzvi Seltzer, Yaakov Factor, David Factor, probably the youngest kid in the year, besides David Feinberg's four-year-old who didn't make it to the list. Akiva Rosenbaum. Alicia Seltzer, not related to the other Seltzers, Jack Friedman, the 19-year-old. He's going to be so upset that he's on this list. Shmulem is young. He's uh, 14, 15, yeah. Sreli David, Ben Ishchai, comes every single night. Akiva Factor, not related to the other factors. Maybe they are related, but the nephew. Zalman Tzvi Biliak, that's uh, Yosef's son. Naftali Mateh comes every single night to, to Zoom. Well, he's on Zoom now with his grandfather. Mordechai Zelik Hirsch, he's a kid from Kensington, but his three brothers, I don't know their name, they did the scene with him. So we're also proud of you. Each and every one of you is a true live. Hashir, keep it up. We have a lot of sponsors today. That's why we had to start a little early. Well, it's not early, we're on time. In honor of Tamar Epstein. That's it. At Khan. Rufur Shlema, for my father, Reb Chaim Ben Chano, who himself is a Magidshir, Dafiyami Magidshir, for at least 40 years. He's in the hospital battling a serious infection, and all this week he couldn't give a shir because of that, so he should have a schos, nothing to do with COVID. Shendel Devora Bas Avram Noyach. I believe I have, yes, I have a short email here. And schos for Rufur Shlema, for Tinoik Ben Sima Bracha. All right, so everybody should have a Rufushleima, and Tamar should have a. Eh, it's garnished, garnished. What are you, you worried about money? Oh, it's, it's a very good aura. Thank, thanks, 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 Nachman. Not all of these people are sponsoring Nachman. Yeah, so what are you counting? The money, the, the sheer? What are you counting? What? You know what? I'll, I'll put it this way. More money than you raised while you were emceeing the... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? I don't know. I have no idea how much money. Well, they're all, for all I know, it's all freebies. You could have. You should have. All right, uh, this is a real quick email. I'm sponsoring this year on the 21st of Elul, occasion of the first day of my mother, Shendel Dvarabas Avram Noyach, at the age of 16, 
Her father sent her to the Warsaw Ghetto, and he said, go wherever your eyes will take you. She was the only one to survive. She ended up in Auschwitz. She came back to Poland. She married her father, blessed with children and great and grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Her memories of her family's strong devotion to Yiddishkeit were always an inspiration to us. May her memory be a blessing. I want to thank Ellie and the entire MDY team for presenting the Daf in such an enjoyable manner. Ellie's use of charts and interaction with the groups makes it sure lively and, in a way, entertaining. Oh, we have some time. Um, you guys want to come? This is a very interesting email because I was in a store just a few days ago and a gentleman came over to me, recognized me with my mask on. He says, you're Ellie Stefanski. Yes, there's a guy, Benny Gittleson, in, uh, in England that works in a bakery. I think he said bakery. I remember, maybe that's my own memory, because Benny once wrote, wrote us an email, and he says, oh, he's doing great, and blah, blah, he loves the sheer. And all of a sudden, I get an email from Benny. So I'll read this. Hi, Rebelli, it's Benny Gilson from Manchester. I'm Baruch Hashem, still doing the daf every day with you. I love your sheer, best market sheer in the world. I love you. <laughs> Any one of those emails comes to the top. Reboys are sending the emails. It's Kedai. I love the live demonstration today. Finally, somebody said he liked the demonstration. Please, can you do it every day? <laughs> The same one. Over and no, I really enjoyed the Siam on Shabbos. When I went on holiday, I went to Wales, and there was a 70-inch plus screen there. It was Mikaddish, the TV screen. I watched the share on the screen, and it felt like I was in the same room as you. I look forward to one day coming to Israel and coming to the live share. My days are feeling much better after doing the dab with you every day. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful day. His mom, she's, she's catching on to the lingo here. Benny Gittleson. Okay, Givaldic. More? There's another guy from London. Today's 250 days of the cycle. If anybody wanted to know. 250 days since Brachas. Dear Rebelli Shlita, as a latecomer and joining, but now a subscriber, I must say that your cheerfulness is very refreshing. Singing Ben Bag Bag was very predictable, was it? And a very nice way of Ivdu Sashem Besimcha. And he goes on to say that we were just learning the sugi. It's interesting. Klalu Pradiklau. We just I thought we we're done with Klalu Pradiklau. I was all, all excited. And he brings it back, of course. Klalu Pradiklau, he says there's a pshat from Reb Shmilcha Horowitz, Zuchonel of Rocha. Atim Nitzavim Kulchem. Kulchem is a klal. Roshechem Shiftechem. Only Roshechem is a prat. Kolish B'nei Yisrael is a klal. So we ask Gosh Baruchu that he should be done ke'ena prat. Ma prat roshechem shiftechem like the gdolim. So to us also, wishing you continue siyat shmaya and ksiv chasim toiva. Likewise to all the shir members, it's all of you. Ksiv chasim good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Avrami Feld from London. Gewaldig shkoyach. Aleph on the base going into that lave for these. All right. They, they really give everybody physical. I'm sure. When you see going into that lave for these. They, they really give everybody chizik, I'm sure. When you see, well, it, it makes us a little depressed, at least me. That like when the eight-year-olds come every single day, what were we doing when we were eight, 10, 15, 20, 40? These guys are going to finish that soon. It's unbelievable. All right, Omer Nachman, the, the special neshamas in this world. Where, where does he get it from? It's okay. Omer Nachman, Bishel Torah. 
So we just finished saying, by the way, Rabbi, I announced yesterday very, very important. I announced yesterday, I thought it was a Moiridic idea that if people want to bring people to the Shir, but they don't feel comfortable, not everybody's a Yeshua Aaron Prize, go over to random strangers, little kids in the store, women or whatever, come, come to the Shir. He thinks they're adults, I don't know. I saw him walk over to three-year-olds and he started saying, daf, daf, daf. He's a... A super, super, what do they call you? Super recruiter. <laughs> no, the kid that I saw him uh, try to recruit was his own son. His son's first words were daf. That's this thing, right? So anyway, so what? And he did not call his daughter Daphna for whatever strange reason. So you could donate money towards an ad, cam- ad campaign, and the schusim that you get from that ad will be yours, and you'll get other people. So just yesterday, three people, total of $3,000. It's unbelievable. So keep it up, Rabbi Isai. Omer Rav Nachman. Talking about, did I tell you what happened with the bus line? We've got to start learning. But a guy walked in there. His name is Jason. He's been here already for three, four nights already. Jason Wynn. Wynn. Jason Wynn. He said that he gave me a ride once from the airport, and I convinced him to do the daf. But that didn't happen. And then all of a sudden, he saw my face on a bus. So he came to the share. So, so the bus, the ad works. The ad works. Yeah. The ad works. So it was worth it. Noam, they spent, I don't remember how many thousands of shekel on the bus ads. One guy, it's Kedai. For one guy, it's Kedai. But there's better ways of doing it. Omer Rav Nachman. We just wasted some oif. When it comes to halacha that's in the Torah, we cannot rely on a shliach. So we just finished yesterday saying that you can rely on a shliach. You tell a shliach to do an Erev, he's going to do the Erev. All of a sudden he says, but when it comes to a chiv da iraisa, you can't rely on the guy. Bishal soifrim, daflamid beiz, amid aleph, bishal soifrim, chazaka shliach oisish dirusoy. Why? When it comes to the Rabbanon, we could assume that, he's, that a guy is going to listen to you. Because worst, what's the worst case scenario? He won't listen. He'll tell you he's going to do something, he's not going to do it. He's going to tell you he's going to do an Erev, and he didn't do the Erev. So worst comes to worst, you're even in the Rabbanon. It's not the end of the world. So we could rely on a person, and worst comes to worst, if he's not going to do it, fine. It's not me. Nothing, I don't make stuff up. I'm just reading from the Gemara. I'm just a, a conduit here. We're, talking, we're going to talk about Amaritzim soon. But people that know how to learn, this is the Gemara, this is what we understand. We can rely on the Chazaka. There is a Chazaka, but together, the tzir of these two things, we don't have to be concerned. It doesn't matter. Even at the Eraisa, I can rely on the Shaliyah. Just point out real quickly, Taisus brings a Bahag, that says, there's many, many machalikas and shahs between Rav Sheshis and Rav Nachman. So, he paskins, we, the Bahag paskins when it comes to Mominus, like Rav Nachman, when it comes to Yisurim, like Rav Sheshis. This would be an Isser. So the Allah should be like Rav Sheshis. And he goes into it, maybe they argue on it. But a Yisoyed, because many machalikas and shahs between Rav Nachman and Rav you should know the Bahag. Very interesting Bahag. Depends. If it's Mominus, it goes like Rav Nachman. If it's now the Gemara is going to bring three rayas. Basically, it will take us all the way to Talmud Beis. 
Rav Sheshis says three proofs, and Rav Nachman disputes the proofs one by one. What's my proof that even at the Eraisa, I could count on another person telling me he's going to do what I ask him to do? This non. The Oimer. That is, the new grain from the new year coming into Pesach, you cannot eat it until you mark the Minchas Oimer on the second day of Pesach. By the way, Mentioned a few times that halacha lachay applies even today, even in chutz laaretz, unless you're soymech on the bach, which most people aren't. He's a das yachid. But in America, they seem to like, oh, we can rely on that. But it became very popular to be makbid on on yashon. Even in America, you you could get it, you could you could do okay. Most pizza shops and all that they're makbid today. Not so 20 years ago. Alkapalim oimer. When they bring the carbon oimer, they can bring it at any time from the morning on. You could eat chadash, the new grain, right away. But those who don't know if they brought the carbon, so they can't eat it the first thing in the morning. What if they didn't bring it? Why? You could rely on the koyhanim, the beis hamikdash, that they're going to probably bring it by chatzos. The iser chadash is the iser doiraisa. But it says that even if you don't know for sure, you could start eating the new grain. But if you eat the new grain and they didn't bring the carbon, isn't it because those folks in the Beis Hamikdash are doing their job and they're going to do, they're going to bring the carbon oimer? Says Rav Nachman, what you're probably all thinking to yourselves. But over there, it's a Tzalachim Bezden. Bezden that takes care of Klai Yisrael. They have a job to do. They have to bring that Oymer. They're not, they're not going to wait around. They're not going to mess it up. They're going to do it. We're talking about an individual that promises you he's going to place your air of 2,000 Amis over there. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. It's not a Bezden. The Iko the Amri, and some say the exact opposite. It's such a strong answer what Rav Nachman says that it's actually proof to Rav Nachman. I can prove to you that a doiraisa, only a doiraisa. Why? Because it says, Sorry, a doiraisa, we don't count on a shaliach. Why? Because over there it says the reason why I could count on the Omer being brought is because Bezdin are not going to be lazy. But that's because it's Bezdin, but you see from them a foolish that a Shliach could forget and you cannot rely on a Shliach. It's a writer of Nachman that I only count on Bezdin and I don't count on a Shliach. So it's a beautiful writer. That's what Rav Nachman says. When it comes to Doiraisa, like a Omer, I don't count on a Shliach. Otherwise, the Gemara should say that he's a shaliach. He's going to do his job. No, the Gemara goes deeper. It's a Bezdin, and Bezdin are going to do his job. A shaliach doesn't do his job. Only in the Rabbanon, a shaliach, we can rely on a shaliach. The reason why the Gemara goes so far to say that it's a Bezdin, because we want to give this guy the ability to eat by Chatzos Hayoyim, halfway through the day. So that you need something strong. But over here, we're saying that the shliach probably brought the Eruv, like most people, they procrastinate till the end of the day. Okay, so he'll do it by the end of the day. But a person will do his job. He's not going to tell you he's going to do something, and he won't do it, says Rav Sheshes. Omar Rav Sheshes, try number two. 
So this one didn't work out so well for Rav Sheshes. It's not a, not Mochach. Rav Nachman wiggled his way out of it. Fakert, not, not that he wiggled his way. He actually turned it around on Rav Sheshes and brought a raya against Rav Sheshes. Okay. I'll give you another raya. A woman who's Tomei. She gave birth, so she has to bring her banos. Or she's a Zava, she has to bring birds. Uh, your lettuce also brings at least one bird, and if she's poor, she brings two birds. Well, so instead of bringing physical birds, what you can do is you take money, you put it in a pushka called a shoifer. It actually looks like a shoifer, talking about Rosh Hashanah. It's uh, Avi Mandelbaum will show you over there what it looks like. It, it, it's very narrow on the top, and it curves and becomes wide on the bottom. So if you're trying to stick your finger in there, first of all, it's very narrow. Second of all, it turns, you're not going to get the money. So you put the money into this shoifer. So she puts the money in. Now what has to happen? In order for her to go to the mikvah, she has to assume that the Kayan took her money out of the shoifer, bought birds, was marked with the birds for her, and now she, she's a tful, she's a tful she can go, and well, she already went to the mikvah, she has to go again to the mikvah, because she wants to eat kachim, she has to be, she'll be taibal. But that's all assuming that the carbon was brought. Uh, who said the car- somebody brought the carbon? You're relying on a kind in the base of Mikdash. And she could eat kachim, which if she's tamay, she gets kares. Very severe penalty for this. But she can rely on the kain. Because I'm going to assume that the kain did what he was supposed to do. Different reason. Again, once again, we're jumping to Bezdin. Over there in the Beisam Yiddish, there's a Bezdin. Who takes care? Who makes sure things happen? Yes, there's a coin here, there's a coin there. But there's a Bezdin telling Rabbi Schoenberg and his friends, do this, do that. They take, they're the heads. They tell you what to do. The Bezdin is not going to mess up. They make sure nobody goes home until they empty out the shoifer. Every day. It's so they make sure things happen. That's why I can rely on it. it but it's a different halacha than a shliach. This is not a typical shliach that I'm relying on. Om Rav Okay, not a good raya. Third raya. Here we go. Om Rav Sheshesh. It says, You have a guy. Soon in a second we're going to see who this guy is. Is he a learned person? Not a learned person. So Ruvain tells Shimon, go to my tree and grab. I was just thinking about you, Hillel. I'm not exaggerating. Thing I didn't see on Zoom in a long time. Shalom Aleichem, thanks for coming. I hope you got Rishus, though, to come. There's no Oyvei. Okay, you gave Rishus, good. Because it's very limited. We have to be careful for Corona here. You got Rishus. Reboi said, don't learn from this. He got Rishus. Hoi so Ruvain asks, tell Shimon, you have permission to go to my fig tree and grab a bunch of figs and eat them. Now, what do we do about trumas and meisers? What are the trumas and meisers given to, those, to these figs? Says the, says the Brysa, Oichel mehem arai uma'asrum vadai. Rabbi Isai, in the kitchen, we can hear you very, very loud and clear. So what you do is, you could eat the figs 
if you just a temporary achila, just like by grain, if you're going to eat the grain before, remember that nice pile, the smooth pile, you're not allowed to eat it anymore, but before the smooth pile, you can go and grab some of the grain. So too over here, you could grab a fig or two, eat it next to the, the, the tree, you're okay, you don't have to take any miser. However, but if you're going to make a whole suda out of it, then you have to, you have to take miser vadai. Vade means you're 100% taking miser. It's not a suffix. So what's going on here? If I tell you that you can have figs off my tree, how many figs are you going to take off the tree? I don't know. There's no, there's no limit. I don't know how many you're going to take. You might take two. You might take 200. So I'm the owner of the tree. I don't know what to do. I'm not going to give miser, trumas and maestras for you if I don't know how much you're going to take. So again, the first halach is the same. He could eat temporarily, take, take a fig without mice, no problem. But he has to take trumas and maestras as if he doesn't know what the owner did. It's very possible the owner took trumas and maestras because the owner knows how much to give. The owner knows that in this basket, there's a hundred figs that could fit in there. So Mela is going to take 12 figs off for trumas and maestras, let's say. Two for Trumukdaila and another 9.8 for Miser. So he's going to get rid of those figs. But on the, on the other hand, maybe he didn't take Trumus and Maestras. It's a suffix. So he'll, he'll take Dmai, Dmai, Domai. What's going on here? I don't know. So he'll take it again. Fine. Rashi just points out something very, very important. A big, big aside. What's the difference if a person takes Truma because he has to? or because it's a suffolk. It's the same idea. So you should take truma. Why does the Gemara say it takes uma'asram demai? And before that it says uma'asram vadai. Is there a difference in the way he takes the trumas and maestras between the two cases? Anybody? If you take trumas and maestras demai, besuffolk, is it any different if you take trumas and maestras vadai? It says Rashi, what? Bracha? No. I hear it, but no. This is actually a very, very big difference. The difference is in the miser that you give to the levy and the miser ani that you're supposed to give to the ani. Both of those go to the Yisrael in the case where it's a suffolk. Why? Because it's a suffolk. And every suffolk, so the true he gives to the kite. But the miser that he gives to the levy, so the true doesn't have to give to the kite, but he can't eat it. Because if it's true, he's in big, big trouble. But miser, you could, you could eat your own miser. You could eat, Yisrael could eat miser. So he doesn't have to give it to the levy. He could eat him for himself. You hear the nafkamina? Truma, uh, miser, demai, means that you could keep the miser that you would give to the levy. Now, the Bryce explains. That the owner of the tree is an amaritz. But if the owner of the tree is a Tamut Chacham, then I could assume that he took the Truma Meiser off the tree while he.
he promised, he told his friend, go take a basketful, go take a basketful of fruit. So obviously, since he's a Talmud Chacham, he doesn't want the guy to be over and averil, if the evil, I see the michshal. Assume that the Talmud Chacham did his job and took the trumas of Meisris. Okay? That's what Rebbe says. Rebbe Shimon Gamaliel, Who's Rebbe Shimon Gamaliel, Rabbi Isai? Compared to Rebbe. Here's the list. I pulled it out. Some, some, for some reason, I was able to find it. It goes Hillel, famous Hillel, base Hillel, Hillel Azokin, Rabbi Shimon, Gamaliel Azokin, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, but that's not what we're talking about. Rabbi Gamaliel, Rebbe Shimon Gamliel, that's the one we're talking about? Review that Nasi, Rebbe. In other words, Rebbe, who's arguing here, is Rebbe Shimon Gamliel's son. Rebbe, who wrote the Mishnah, Review that Nasi, is arguing with his own father. So, Avo Bechaver, Oichal Venitzarch Laaser, Divri Rebbe. Rebbe says that Tamat Chacham, I could assume, took Trumas and Maisris. And therefore, you don't have to take any maestras. What the Bryce says that you should take trumas and maestras, demai, is because you took it from an amaret. Well, the same thing. We're talking about amaret. You cannot rely on it. Why? So we had this halach yesterday that a tamad chacham is not going to take trumas and maestras from not within that same vessel, within the clear. It has to be right there. And therefore, says Rav Shem I'm sorry, son, but how could you assume that a Tamad Chacham gave trumas and maestras on a basket that's so far away when he's not there? Tamad Chacham doesn't do such a thing. And the Gemara is going to explain what, where's the machlaikas? That's Says Rebbe, what I'm saying is better than my father. Why? It's better that a Tamad Chacham should be over a tiny Aveira and not cause his friend to eat without Trumas and Maestras. Fine. And we're going to get a little bit more into it. The Gemara takes a pause for a second. And the Gemara says, well, Here's my raya. We're trying to prove, Rav Sheish is trying to prove, that chazaka, that a shliach does his shlichos, even in the Oiraisa. Okay, what's the raya? The father and the son, Rebbe and Rav Shimgam Lil, are arguing, could you rely on the Tamad Chacham? Could you not rely on the Tamad Chacham? Will the Tamad Chacham do trumas and maestras? If he's not next to the food that he's doing it for, would he, would he not? But there's no machloikis if that wasn't an issue. If Tamid are permitted to take trumas and maestras on things that they're not next to, then there wouldn't be a shayla. There wouldn't be a machloikis. Even Rabbi Shem would admit to his son, of course the Tamid Chacham is not going to want Amaris to walk around without trumas and maestras. So what is that called? That's called shlichos. Chazaka shlichos shlichosai. The Tamid Chacham is going to do what he needs to do for the Amaret. So that's the raya. I just want to stop here for a second and point a beautiful thesis out. It's on the bottom. We can see it inside. The whole machleik is in the Gemara between Rav Nachman and Rav is in one case, in the Deiraisa. 
But the Rabbanon, everybody agrees that Shliach does the Shlichos. To, to take, what are we talking about? We're talking about figs. To take Trumas and Meisrim from, frig, from figs is only Midir Rabbanon. Midir Raisa is the Gonchati Rosh Chavitzarecha. Grain, grapes, olives, that's it. Figs are not in that list. So it's the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon, amazing question, right? Says Taisis, an amazing Yisoy, Shalom Aleichem Barak. Ah! Rabbi, so we have to sing a nigga now. What's the nigga? Simen toivu mazel toivu mazel toivu simen toiv yehei lano lechay. I love it. I love it. Shkoyach. It was almost a year ago that you started the year, right? On Sukkot. Beautiful. In the Sukkah. All right. To be discussed a different time. Says the Gemara. So says Taisus. Look at Taisus. Even the Iker Shem Meisim in Atayra. Taisus says an amazing insider. Choshev Lokish Al Tayra. What's Taisus saying? Even the Iker Shem Meisim in Atayra. Choshev Lokish Al Tayra. So Taisus Erev doesn't appear anywhere in the Tayra. That's a made-up thing. Midrash. Midrabanan. Rabbanan made it up. So that's the Machlokes. The Chazaka does a Shliach do not a Shliach will do a Shlichos. Not a Machlokes. Shliach will do it on a Drabanan. But this figs is very similar to the Araisa. It's the Rabbani. You, should, you don't have to in the But it's the same halacha that, that appears in the Torah regarding grain. Rabbani took it and put it by figs. That we have a machlaikis on. Whether Shlech will do a Shlechus or not. Because it has a Shem Maisim in the Torah. It has that name. Minatoira. Okay. Says Gemara. So is this a good raya for Rav Sheshes? Shlech does a Shlechus. There's no machlokes between Rebbe and Rav Shimon Gamliel that a Tamad Chacham will do trumas and meisers for the Amaretz. The only machlokes is could he? Is it halachically permissible? But he would. Rav Nachman also said to Rav Chanina Chazad, Rav Chanina Chazad, Chazaku a chaver sheeni moiti dover sheeni misukim mitachas yadai. There's another chazaka, not a chazaka that the shliach does the shlichos, rather a chazaka that Tamad Chacham doesn't let unfixed food come out of his hands. He's not going to let something like that happen, that Amar is going to be over his surim because of him. That doesn't happen. Nothing to do with, it's a different chazaka. Nothing to do with the chazaka of shlichos, rather chazaka of Tamad Chacham doesn't allow these kind of things to happen. And now we go back to the sugya of a chaver Amaret. So we learned an Amaret that owns a tree, that's where the machlaikas is. Rebbe says, that owns the tree, the other person, that the receiver doesn't have to take Trumas and Maestros because the owner, who's a Tavad Chacham, will take Trumas and Maestros. Who's this Amar is talking to? So, here's Amaritz, Aleph Mem, even spelled like Amaritz. Amaritz. If he's talking to another Amaritz, well, if you don't know why it's Amaritz, is it your first time here? <laughs> okay, let me, let me fill you in for a second. In Chicago, you have Chicago uh, ties. In Chicago, when I was giving shears, I was giving shears from a Gemara like you do today. I didn't know how to read then. I still don't. And so I use the Gemara with Nikudas. I love it. I also use a Siddur with Nikudas, by the way, because I don't know how to read. And also Mishnabur with Nikudas, and Chumash also has Nikudas. So I, so, so a guy comes over to me and says, Bishleim has a beard, and he's a, he's a Rav, he has Smicha. Bishleim, if you're an Amrit, I understand why I have Nikudas. But you're a Tamil Chachams. 
So I also put Tamad Chachams here. Tamad Chachams with the Samach at the end. So if you're Tamad Chachams, fine. So who's the Amaritz talking to? From that day on, his name is Amaritz, not Amaritz. He needs Nikudas, and I put the Nikudas here for him to read. Amaritz. If the guy's Amaritz, and he's talking to another Amaritz, Amaritzim don't listen to Tamid Chachamim. Why do we have Demai? Demai means that Amaritz, Amaritz who says, I took Trumsa Maestris, we can't, we can't rely on him. Because maybe he didn't take Jews and So who is he talking to? He told his Amaretz friend to shaitim. They both picked their nose. He tells his other nose bigger guy, go take off the tree uh, figs. And Chacham are going to tell him, by the way, you have to take Trumus and Maestris again. Why? Because your other Amaretz friend that gave it to you, he will chayshit him. You think he's going to listen to Chachamim? Chachamim don't trust his friend, so they don't trust me. So I'm going to listen to you, Chachamim. Ma'apitam. So it can't be that the Amaretz gave it to Amaretz. It must be that the Amaretz gave it to Tamad Chachams. Fine, that's the end of the story. So now that we know this Yisoyed, that it's Amaretz, the receiver was, oh, probably uh, Avi Mandelbaum, probably loves this. Tomorrow this is going to be his window. I hope. Amaretz, you think the Amaretz is going to listen to Chachamim? When he knows that his friend gave Trumus of Maestris. So you must say that it's Amaretz that gave fruit to Tamad Chacham. And Chachamim are telling the Chacham, you have to be really careful with this Amaretz guy. You should give yourself. So the second case, the first case is that he told him to take it off the tree. What's the second case? That he told him to, take, to put it in a basket. So we have to be... We have to flow here, right? So who's the receiver? The receiver is an Amaret. But that's not what it says. It says the receiver was a Tamad Chacham. We've got a major problem here. What, we were switching, we're switching cases? And not only we're switching cases, we've flipped it around. The giver is an Amar, is a, is a Amaret that gave to Tamad Chacham. It really says that it's a Tamad Chacham that gave to... Let's see. Rebbe says... I like my, my shita better. It's really supposed to be a Tamad Chachamir. It says, it's not a picture, but it says that it's a Tamad Chacham who gave to an Amaret. That's what it says. The, right? We had a whole discussion. Is the Tamad Chacham going to give Truma when it's not in front of him? He's not. But it's a Tamad Chacham giving to who? To Amaret. Rebbe says Mafurish. They don't want to feed the Amaratim. So the receivers are Amaret. So, but the first case, he told me the receiver was a Tamad Chachams. And now you're telling me that he's Amarit. Says the Gemara, Amarit, my body awesome. Where does Amarit fit into this whole thing? We just said that Amarit cannot be the receiver because he won't take Trumas or Meisers anyways. So if he doesn't take Trumas or Meisers, he can't be the guy getting it. It has to be talking about that it's Tamad Chacham getting it. Okay, so that's why I did it like this. The Reisha, the first case that he's picking off the tree, is the Amarit that owns the tree. Telling the Tamad Chacham to take off the tree. Great. Seifa, you're right. It's a different case. Sha'omar la'ama'aretz b'chaver. It's talking about a Tamad Chacham who told Amaretz, go fill up your basket. But the receiver cannot be an Amaretz, we said, because Amaretz doesn't listen. This is the Gemara, very good. The real receiver at the end of the day, at the end of the line, is a Tamad Chacham. A Tamad Chacham gave to an Amaretz. And you could assume that the Amchacham doesn't want to be machshul, says Rebbe, the Amaretz, because the Amaretz is not going to do anything with it. So he's going to take Trumas and Meisers. 
can the, the, the Tamad Chacham that's eating over, let's say, by the Amaretz's house, can he rely on it? Could he use that fruit relying on the first Tamad Chacham? Tamad Chacham gave to an Amaretz, who gave to a Tamad Chacham? Right? So, returning to Daflam and Beis, Omid Beis, sponsored by Dr. Listhaus, Lili Nishmas, I have to find the name here, Mordechai Yosef ben Aaron, and Lili Nishmas, Asher's mother, Reza Bas ben Yomin, who says, make it a great day. By the way, I had to use that line on my, uh, my kid the other day. My kid told me, uh, I'm just saying this because it's a, a Musa Haskell, I think. He said, what do you want from me? You brought me to Israel when I was this and this age. I didn't speak Hebrew. I had a very hard time here. I said, it's a very good taina. But you know what? Think about all those people that came out of the camps, the concentration camps. They had zero to their name, and they came to America. And look at these lives they made for themselves. You have to take responsibility for yourself. Everybody has excuses. I heard that they're saying in America, the reason why we're protesting is because we were slaves. Take responsibility. Make it a great day, Rabbi Isaac. Today, you have the choice. Don't blame other people. That's what Ash is trying to say here. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Savar, Oisoy Chover, Oichel Vein. Yeah, but your father is the actual child of the Holocaust survivor. He's a, he had it rough, your father. That's different. And you had it rough because you had your father. My father, we're Swiss, so we didn't really have it. But I, I came up with it myself. Says the Gemara, so Rebbe Svavar, what's Rebbe Svara here? Oh, okay, Baruch Hashem, I lost my thing. You know what, but I have other ones. We're going to the green now. The third guy in line, the, the guy at the end of the line, doesn't have to take a miser. Why? The first guy for sure took miser. Why? Because he knows that the guy receiving it is an Amaritz, and he's not going to do it for himself, so he's going to take the trumas of miser for him. And therefore, the Tamil Chacham could eat it. But the father says, It's impossible for this Tamut Chacham to take Trumas Maisras when he's not in front of the Trumas he's not in front of the basket. It's also for him to do it. So why would he do an Isser? Oh, so what's the Machlaikas? And now finally the Gemara explains. So Rebbe tells his father, What do you mean? If the Tamut Chacham doesn't take Trumas Maisras, this Amaris is going to be eating Tevel. And that's an Isidai Raisa. You get Misa, they Shamayim for eating Tevel. And to, says the Gemara, So where's the Machlagis? It's better for the Tamachachim to do a light Isser, but the Rabbanon, not to be Mafish Trumus and Mises in front of the basket. And not allow the Amaretz to. Do a major iser of chiv misa. Ask Taisus. We learned in Masech the Shabbos Dav Dalid that if there's a case where somebody's about to be over a iser, you don't tell him chatei b'shul sheiske chavercha. Says Taisus, you have to understand, and the reason I'm bringing this Taisus because he's the sugya is because shuhu goyrim loy laavar. The Talmud Chacham is at fault. He causes Amaris to be over iser because he gave him fruit. Who told you to give him fruit? Now take responsibility. 
be over a small iser so that he shouldn't be over a big one. And later on, Taisa says, A guy that puts bread into the oven, he did it right before. He, yes, it's a shaygig, but it's his fault. He should have known better. Over here, the Amaharitz had no idea that there's no truth in the Maizras. Tamachalim, come go eat. He figured, go eat. But what Rav Shem is going to say, wait a minute, before you put something in your mouth, figure it out. That's your problem to figure out whether or not it's Mu'us uh, or not. Says the Gemara, um, even though it's going to save the Amaris from a greater Isser. Says the Mishnah. If you put your Erov in a tree, you can't eat it, as the Gemara is going to explain, so therefore it's not considered an Erov, it's above 10 Tvachim. The Gemara will explain beautifully where and how. If you can reach it, it's less than 10 tfachim. I'm not talking about reaching. I'm talking about halachically getting to it. Eruv, Eruv, it's a good Eruv. So below 10 is okay. On this branch, above 10. On this branch, not okay. What if you put the Eruv inside a pit? If you want to know what a pit looks like, here you go. I believe there's a piece of salami in here. Especially if you're from Chicago, Romanian salami. This looks like a salami to me, no? This red thing? So a guy throws a salami into the bar, and it's a certain size, it's a So even though, it's a good Eruv, says the Gemara. I'm not so worried about where we get to, because if you take a peek on the Flamid Gimel, and Lamed Dalet, I'm not so... No, it's, it's, a kind of, it's kind of Asr to finish. Kind of sorry, Nachman. Kind of Asr. So Rabbi Chia Bar Abba and Rabbi Asi and Rava Bar another one of the Ravas I counted from the 53. And Rav Nachman was sitting with him. In other words, I think Rav Nachman was the Rebbe. Where in the world is this tree that we're discussing? He put his Zerivan. Now, in order to understand the Sugya, we have to go back for a second. And understand that everything is taking place in Bein Hashemashas. It cannot be taking place before Bein Hashemashas, because then you can flip it around, you can do things. It cannot be talking about on Shabbos, it's too late. If I'm Koinesh Visa, if I make my residence, okay, if you just joined us today, because I know of a person that just joined today, so let's start over for a second, just for him. We're talking about Erev Tchumim. We're talking about a person is allowed to go 2,000 Amas. From the city limits, 2,000 Amas. Now, if he wants to, he could extend it by another 2,000 amas, by placing a meal, two meals, at the end of 2,000 amas. And now, halachically, it's considered that he took up residence at that Eruv, at that meal, and now from that meal on, he goes another 2,000 amas. Okay. What if the food disappears, animals eat the food? It's not a problem, because during Benash Mashas, when the Eruv is chal, I, I, that was my residence. What if my house burnt down on Shabbos? It's not a problem because during Ben Hashemashas they had a house. So we're talking about Ben Hashemashas. Okay. Says the Gemara, Heicha, where's this tree? If the tree is in a private domain, I, I place my su'uda in somebody's backyard. He lives 2,000 amas away from my house, let's say, in another city, and I'm placing it in his backyard on a tree. We're talking about Rishuyas now. Where does the Rosh Hashayachet start? Where does it end? 
It's just like I think, well, there's in Manhattan, there's like ear rights and stuff like that. But typically speaking, your rishus goes up to the sky. It goes, there's no limit to your rishus. Rishus Hayachid. But Rishus Harabim, where does Rishus Harabim go to? Ten Tfachim, right? We learned in Sechel Shabbos a hundred times. Ten Tfachim, Rishus Harabim. Rishus Hayachid goes through and through. So Rishus Hayachid, So what's the difference? If I'm standing in the bottom of the tree, so what difference does it make where my area is? It could be ten Tfachim, 20 Tfachim, we're all in the same place. We're in the same rishus. I can get, retrieve it. What's the problem? I'll take the Erev off the tenth Fachim and and and, and bite the Vela, so must say the Koy Rishus Arabim. Okay, so the Gemara sticks with that. That we're talking about that he's in a Rishus Arabim. Rishus Arabim only goes to tenth Fachim. Then it's And where does he want to be? We have to figure out where does this guy want to be for Shabbos. He lived in the He wants to be in the tree. Huve Ruve b'Makom Echadu. So that's not a problem. He'll be in the tree with his Eruv, and he could access his Eruv, because he's in the same Rishus as his Eruv. When he's together with his Eruv, he could access it. You're telling me he can't access it. Why not? He was trying to be on the bottom of the tree. The bottom of the tree is what? A Rishus because the tree is in Rishus There's some picture here. I don't know if this will help or not. Here we go. Also from Kuala Alashan, million dollar book. His tree is a million, see? Rishus Here's a tree, put his Eruv up here. Ten let's say. Fine. So he can't access it. Why? Because he's in Rosh Hashanah. His Eruv is in Rosh Hashanah. He can't take it from Rosh Hashanah. You can't bring from one domain to the other domain. That's the whole Shabbat. First mission of Mishnah Shabbat. Right? You can't carry from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, that's why he, this is not a good Eruv. Because any Su'uda that you can access to eat, even Ben Hashmoshes, he cannot access Ben Hashmoshes. Why can't he access Ben Hashmoshes? Because Ben Hashmoshes, he's also not permitted to move things from, are you allowed to drive a car Ben Hashmoshes? No, because it might be Shabbos. So then I can't take my Erev off the tree on, on Ben Hashmoshes because I might be carrying from Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayach. So that's why it's not a good Erev. Because it's in a place that no one in the world could eat from that Erev. Says the Gemara. So you're telling me that it's up in a tree. Vokom Ishtamish Bi'ilon. But this is the Rabbanon to use a tree. You're not going to climb a tree. So how is he getting to it anyways? Even, now, so time out. We're going back to it's below 10 Tvachim. On the, in the case that he's standing in Shusha Rabbim, and it's below 10 Tvachim, you told me in the Mishnah that it's a good Eruv, below 10 Tvachim. But he can't take anything off a tree. Even if your coat is hanging on a tree, you're not going to take it off the tree. Because you're using the tree. And Chacham are concerned that you might break a bread. Da, da, da. So what do you do? Says the Gemara, very interesting Lashon. I'm not sure why the Gemara does this. The Gemara repeats everything we just said as if it's a big chiddush. We just came off this. The Gemara should have just jumped to the end. But the Gemara says it anyways, a bunch of, new wor- a bunch of words that we just said. He is standing in Rishuzarabim. He's standing, he wants to be below the tree. He wants to be on the ground. And Rebbe holds the Omar called We had this concept yesterday. Shvus means the Rabbanon. It's only is it the Rabbanon to take something off a tree on Shabbos. To move something from Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayach, that's is it the Raisa. But your, your concern of me using a tree, that's only the Rabbanon. And that I could do, Ben Hashemoshes. It's not like driving a car, being Mechal Shabbos, the Raisa. This is a Shvus, this is the Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon, we don't mind so much you doing a Ben Hashemoshes. So Memele, you're asking me, this Erov, that's in Rosh Hashayachid, how are you able to use it? Because during Ben Hashemoshes, I was able to access it. Why? 
because it's only the Rabbanon. And that Isra doesn't apply, Ben Hashmashas. Omer Rav Nachman, Yishar, that's a great shot. Bechein Omer Shmuel, and that's what Shmuel said as well. Omer Lei, Pasrisu Bakuli Hai. What, you went through the whole pshat, and you, this is how you, you figured it out, and everything is good. So he says, You're telling me that I did this so quickly? We did this together. You also came up with the same conclusion. Ella, so what did they say? Is it such a great pshat that that's it? This is going to be in the Gemara forever? And this is the pshat. And the Gemara just repeats the pshat. Omar Rav Nachman, Omar Shmuel, Hacha Bi'ilan Hoi Mevishu Sarabim Askin, and we're talking about a tree that's in Rishu Sarabim. Gevaya Sarat, Tentvachim Hai, Verocha Barba, that makes it a Rishu Sayachid. If the tree, like in this picture, well, over here, don't read, it says eight. I took out these two pictures. One says eight, one says ten, they're the exact same picture, I think. Four by four, Somemela, that makes it a Rishu Sayachid. Four by four by ten is a Rishu Sayachid. He's standing down here below, that's a Rishu Sarabim. Viniskavin, Lishbois, Lamato, and he wants to make his residence below. He wants to be under the Rishus Rabbi. The and it goes according to Rebbe. The Amakol Dovah Shumishim Shvos. Any time there's an Isidur Rabbanon, Loi Gazra Ale Ben Hashmashos. They said it's permitted to do during Ben Hashmashos. That is the final pshat, and we're sticking to it. Have a wonderful day. Well, what again? Why over? Don't go. Don't, don't go on Shabbos. Who told you to go? Yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about Ledvar Mitzvah. We're talking about Ledvar Mitzvah. You don't have to go anywhere. Why do you have to go? You're going to, to be Nichum Avelim we're talking about. It ha- you can only make Ayur Ledvar Mitzvah. You're forced to go with Nichum Avelim. You don't have to go.